welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Vayikra, Getting into Pesach Mode. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Vayikra, I think there's an interesting idea that relates to the specific phenomena we're all dealing with. And yes, I'm talking about what everyone's talking about in the past couple of weeks, which is the coronavirus. And also, it relates to the time we're, we're in, which is right before pre-Pesach. So the famous question that all the Mephalshim deal with is, why is Vayikra, this week's Parsha, the first word, Vayikra, why is it written with a small letter Aleph? So there's different answers for this. But I want to share with you a specific one brought down by Rav Neumann in his Sefer, Darke Musar. That he gives an explanation that's based on what the Ramban says in his introduction to, to Chumash Vayikra. We know that Vayikra represents the, all, all the sacrifices that we bring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Ramban explains that there's different parts of the sacrifice, and each one represents an atonement for a different type of sin. Meaning, within each sacrifice, there's different shlavim, different things we do, and at the end of the day, a person can sin in one of three different ways. Machshava, which is with his thoughts, Dibu, which is with his speech, and Maise, with his actions. And if you look in depth in the, in the Ramban, he goes to explain how each one of those ideas is represented by something in the sacrifice. For example, Maise is when his soimich puts his hands and leans on the on the sacrifice before he gives it over. Dibu is when he says vidui, and etc. You can see there. And a person should humble himself when he brings the sacrifice and think to himself the blood that's being the, the the actual shita the, the fact that the korban was slaughtered that really should have been me because I sinned and the fact that his blood is being thrown onto the altar that should really be me and through that a person gets humbled and realizes wow I'm really nothing I can't believe I thought so highly of myself because only when a person lets his taivas and his evil inclination get the best of him then only like that through that, it shows that a person thinks highly of himself. And this is an act that humbles oneself and realize, realizes that there's a creator to the world. So to summarize, through the act of bringing a sacrifice, it helps a person to be machnia his slave, to humble his heart, and be choizel b'tshuva, and run away from the gaivav, from being arrogant. Balaturim says an interesting idea similar to what we're saying. He says the reason it says Vaikra with a small aleph, is because, really, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he wrote the Torah, he didn't want to write Vaikra. When Hashem spoke to him, Vaikra Hashem o Moshe, Vaikra el Moshe, I mean, then you see that HaKadosh Baruch was talking to Moshe. So Moshe was so humble, he felt it wasn't, uh, he didn't want to write the word Vaikra, as if Hashem, he was worthy that Hashem talked to him. So he preferred to write the word Vaikra without an aleph. Vayakir, which is the same Lashon that was used when Bilam was talking to Hashem. 
which is comes in in the sh- the shorish, the root of the word comes from the lashon mikre. It just happened. It wasn't planned. It just happened randomly, because Moshe Rabbeinu was so humble. But Hakadosh Baruch told him, says the Balaturim, no, you should write Vayikra. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, fine, I'll write it, but I'll write it with a small aleph. Why? Because he was so he was on that level that he realizes what life is all about, and his and nothing, and everything is about Hakadosh Baruch and this is just a little, a little creature that Hashem created. And that's the whole idea of, of what the sacrifices are supposed to bring us to come to this train of thought. Rabbeinu Yoinah in Shari Tshuva says the same idea. Toavas Hashem kol gvalev. Whoever is full of himself and is arrogant, that is something Hashem despises. Not just hates, but despises. And therefore, he goes on to say that you're ripped away from any siyata dishmaya, from Hashem's help in anything you do. Because Hashem hates and despises a person that that full, feels so highly of himself. And that's the whole idea of the sacrifices to get us away from that. And it is a lifetime of work. It's a, it's a journey that's not so easy. And what's the proof to that? We see that when a kid is born, straight away as he grows up, you see how he thinks highly of himself. I'll just give an example from today. Our four-year-old son, as everyone is now confided to their own house, is in our garden speaking to the neighbor on top of us that he was in their balcony. He was also around four years old. And I hear my little son telling telling the neighbor's son, yeah, well, my father's stronger than yours because so-and-so. So it's true that he's correct in what he said. He wasn't lying. But at the end of the day, <laughs> why? I was just joking. Why, why is it that, that he has this urge that everyone has this urge to feel highly of himself. Because that's how Hashem created us. That's the default setting that we have. And we have to try to uproot that. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch wants. Because only through that, really, we can also reach a level of Achdus with all Amisrael, everyone together. And also, we can realize that what is really being me'ached us, what is uniting us, that we're all part of one nation, we're all totally bowing down to HaKadosh Baruch and HaKadosh Baruch created the world for us. And this is very fitting for Pesach. Why? Because Pesach, we come to, we're getting ourselves, and that's why Vayikra is always a couple of weeks before Pesach, because Pesach is setting up the stage that Kaddish Buchu took us from being slaves in Egypt, and not to stand be free, but to being a slave to Kaddish Buchu, and Neved Hashem, which is really, as the Mishnah in Pirkei says, that's a true Ben Chorim, a person that is not a slave to his evil inclination, He's really a free person because he does what his neshama really is what his neshama, his soul is destined to do, which is to be connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to connect to Hashem, and that's why Hashem took us out of Egypt. But for what? So that we can be a slaves to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and that's exactly the idea. The Rishonim explain why we're so It's so important after we say the bracha of Gali Soil, straight away we go into Shmonesa, and it's so important probably one of the most important places in davening that we should not do any hefsek whatsoever. Why is that? Because of this idea. Because the idea is there shouldn't be anything. Once Hashem redeemed us, Hashem was goelas, gali, soil, straight away we go into tefillah representing the idea that we became slave to HaKadosh Baruch And it's not just to be free and do whatever we want. And I would like to suggest, last week we already spoke about Perhaps a deep idea of why every wh- why everything's happening around us, why it's happening now, and the ideas behind it. 
But without getting into the ideas behind it, there's one thing surely we can take out from it, and it's connected to the idea we're discussing right now, which is, I think, in our day and age, which is a day and age that our great-grandparents and even our grandparents couldn't even dream that would happen, that, I'm not talking about the situation right now, but about the idea that there's so much technology out there, and every time you have an issue, you surf the web, and in two seconds you find a solution, or you at least think, because it's all one big optical illusion, as we know, because the decides if something's going to work for you or not, but we're under this umbrella of an optical illusion, that no matter what, there's a solution for everything, and we can go to ten different opinions, and eventually we'll, write the, we'll find the right solution, and we kind of, if we're honest with ourselves, push HaKadosh Buhu, so to speak, to the side, and we go with this medicine, with that medicine, with this doctor, with that doctor, with this job, or with this job, and we invest in this stock, or in this, in the other stock, but I think, what we definitely see right now, is that no matter what, we realize, that at the end of the day, we're just fragile creatures that Hashem created, and we're totally in the hands of the Almighty of HaKadosh Buhu. There's nothing out there that's helping us. It seems like, whoa, what's going to happen with the economy? In Hebrew, they say, we don't know. What is the next day going to bring us? We have no idea. All we know is one thing. We can daven to And just like the sacrifices in those days, today we can come to Hashem and say, we realize that everything is just an optical illusion and we're totally in your hands, HaKadosh Bochu. And just like you took care of us until now and we were healthy till now, and just like you provided us with whatever we need, be it health, be it money, until now, and just like you provide for all the animals out there, the wild creatures and anything out there, so too you will continue, and we trust you that you'll continue to take part of, to, to take care of us. And I think just coming to that acknowledgement, I think we'll be able to be one step closer to bring Mashiach b'mehaviyaminu. Have a good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, Prismoftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas Yonah, Yaakov Alexander Ben Mordechai Doiv, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.